The Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution reads, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. While that amendment protects gun ownership, the first part of that line, a well-regulated militia, has been used more recently by extremist groups, attempting to justify their right to take matters into their own hands. WDET's Alex McLennan has more on the meaning of the word militia. The origin of the term militia in the founding document dates back to days before the creation of the United States. Mary McCord is executive director for the Institute of Constitutional Advocacy and Protection at Georgetown Law. She says the colonies, then under British rule, did not want to rely on standing armies for defense. So instead, they used the militia, and militia meant all able-bodied men between certain ages that could be called forth to defend the state or the colony. That led to the eventual wording in the U.S. Constitution, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. That sentence written again in 1791 has, um, fast forward, been the subject of so much debate and scrutiny. That's Javed Ali. He's an associate professor at the University of Michigan's Gerald R. Ford School of Public Policy. And a lot of interpretation of the word militia. Ali says over time, the militia came to be recognized as the U.S. military. But other people and non-state-sanctioned militias or non-government-sanctioned military groups believe that that's the part of the Constitution that gives them the authority to organize on their own. Mary McCord says efforts to clarify the wording go back to the 1800s when 25 states adopted anti-militia laws prohibiting individuals from associating together as a military unit. Everyone really understood what that meant and everyone passing those laws understood the threat to public safety and to government if you had private militias. She says it wasn't until more recent times that people tried to rewrite the definition particularly in modern history since the 1990s when we had you know, armed standoffs against the federal government and this anti-government militia movement grew out of that. With anti-government sentiments building over recent years, McCord says today's self-appointed militia groups try to create new mythology out of the Second Amendment. To say, hey, see, this is our authority. We're well-regulated. We have a commander. We operate under a hierarchy of command and control, um, but that's not what well-regulated well has ever meant. Based on information from organizations such as the Southern Poverty Law Center, Javed Ali says it's estimated there are about 200 private militias nationwide. That number's probably even bigger than that. Ali says the unregulated nature of the groups can make them hard to keep track of. And a great example of that is Go back in time to um, fall of 2020, I'm not sure anyone in even Michigan had ever heard of the Wolverine Watchmen. That's the group that plotted to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. However, before scheming to abduct the governor and take her to Wisconsin to do whatever they planned to do, Ali says the Wolverine Watchmen had not broken any laws. Their association in that group in and of itself that's not what got them in trouble with the FBI and the Michigan State Police and the Michigan Attorney General's office. What got them in trouble was the plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. Ali says legal scholars have debated whether laws could be made to better prevent the formation of militant groups early on. And that's a really interesting debate that has um, gone on in this country for the last several decades. 
But what about the original wording in the Constitution? Could changing the document to make it abundantly clear that well-regulated militia means government armed forces help discourage new militia groups who are looking for that surface-level validation? Mary McCord says it's probably too late to make that change. It requires constitutional amendment. That requires two-thirds of the states to ratify it. It's complicated and it takes a long time. McCord thinks it's best to rely on legal precedents that have already been set. She says all 50 states already have some form of anti-militia law in place. 48 states baked into their state constitutions a ban on private militias by requiring the military to always be strictly subordinate to the civilian government. Article 1, Section 7 of the state constitution reads, The military shall in all cases and at all times be in strict subordination to the civilian power, also known as the elected government. Similar rules in other states leaving no question that a well-regulated militia means the United States Armed Forces and is not an invitation for fringe groups to practice vigilante law. I'm Alex McLennan, WDET News.